0: It's time for a Humans in Tune conversation with Darren on 93.9 Mike FM. Hello, 93.9 Mike FM Facebook friends and avid podcast listeners. We appreciate you tuning in for another Humans in Tune conversation here at 93.9 Mike FM. Today, I'm privileged to have as my guest in the virtual studio, Dr. Letitia Wright. She is owner and distributor and creator of the Right Place TV show. We're going to talk about her TV show, a lot of the initiatives she's created and the things she do. As you know, here on Humans in Tune, we talk to doers and movers and shakers and people who are making changes in the world for positive reasons, and very happy to have you here in the studio with me today. Thanks for joining me.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: It's uh, Now, let's talk a little bit about you just real quick. Uh, where are you based?
1: I am based in Southern California, so I'm in a little town called Rancho Cucamonga. Uh-huh. So a lot of people ask me if I live next door to Jessica Rabbit, and I say, yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, but uh, I'm like halfway between Los Angeles and Palm Springs. So I tell most people, you know, I'm from Los Angeles mm-hmm. uh, and I'm here in Southern California. So, you know, with the styles and the movies and all that's that great right. stuff. And uh, but I've been able to syndicate really worldwide. And that's been very exciting.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You got to love that digital environment. I think of, you know, we were all tapping into it in one way or another a little bit before COVID. But boy, did that open the floodgates for people uh, finding those resources and becoming those resources that people can connect with digitally. I know that I've you know, met several people in that time that were broadcasting and would form groups on Facebook, and you kind of saw that network emerge, uh, and then you're able to take it that way. And, and let's talk a little bit about your show. Uh, it's called The Right Place, which is apropos for your name being Dr. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. But folks can find this uh, locally. You're, you're on DirecTV there, right? But the syndication side of it, you're on Dish Network's network, uh, as well as, you know, podcasting and so forth. So let's tell them a little bit about The Right Place TV show and what's going on there.
1: So Right Place TV show now, that's a little bit old. We, we did two years on Dish and DirecTV. That was okay. really great. So now our focus is we have our own channel on Roku, Amazon, and Apple TV. Awesome. So I do focus and work with other clients who want to have their own channel so that they can create revenue and have a little bit more freedom. It's not social media like YouTube, so it's a different playground, different rules, right. and different opportunities. So right now we're on Roku, Amazon, Amazon. Uh, you can go to Amazon, like you're buying something, put in the right place and our channel comes up and then on the channels, not only I show the right place, which is for entrepreneurs to help them uh, learn whatever they need from business. Because when I was starting out, there was nobody there for me. You know, I'll tell right. you that story in one second and so uh but i also have other people on the channel that offer other things i have the career engineer on that channel so if you're still in the job space she has great events um the way i met her was very interesting we met on twitter years ago and we've become good friends and she's on tv in in virginia so she is the career person that does a report every week so many jobs and this and that that's what she does and so she's on our channel you know with her own content and it's really really great Um, The reason why I started this show is because I am a physician and when I started out, I could not get anybody to mentor me. My practice was not blowing up. My practice was not thriving. And I kept asking different doctors to help me. One doctor said, you have kids, right? We'll go home and be with your kids. One doctor said, you're two towns over from me. That's too much competition. Like I could not get help. And that you trying to that, do that
0: in a space where I'm sure you've got these huge conglomerate hospitals and stuff, too, that are buying up smaller practices, that whole sphere. of That
1: whole there. thing was yeah. going on. And so um, I called a practice management company and there were no books and all this kind of stuff. This is long time ago. The wild West. Way, way back in the days. And so I called a practice management company. Practice management companies were the companies that came in helped. Do you get yourself together? And, you know, and I got so excited when they called me and uh, I got a pencil and my paper and I'm like, I'm going to take notes because they're going to yeah. tell me when, you know, consultants going to come. And the woman got on the phone and said, yeah, we have your application. And Dr. Wright, you don't make enough money to be one of our clients.
0: Hmm. Well, there's a big fat brick in the wall, <laughs> yeah. right?
1: Right. Oof. I was pretty much crushed because that was like my my last resort. But yeah,
0: that that was your, these guys are going to put me on track. I'm going to succeed from here out big hopeful moment
1: so uh around that same time or just after that uh, i was doing the tv show i was doing a show called the healthier you because i thought it would bring in patients and i was having fun and i was enjoying it and i was getting sponsored i was getting paid sponsorships and southern california edison gave me a check for a thousand dollars and i was like Bing! oh this is a business right <laughs> this is a business uh-huh and so the show started growing and then i switched it to the right place where I could interview business people, big name business people would, would sit, just say, yes. I had no fear back in those days. I would ask anybody. Yep. It was, yes, they would come on the show because we didn't have zoom back then. They would sure. literally walk into the, you know, yeah. into the studio, And I started doing shows and I started asking the business questions that I could never get answers to. And that's really what I started focusing on. I made mm-hmm. this show. It was geared towards women. Anybody can watch it and get nuggets, but at that time my you know my audience was I wanted to help other women who were like me who were frustrated and struck, stuck, and just didn't have you know ten twenty thousand dollars for these crazy programs mm-hmm. and so uh, that's what the Right place TV show is about. but the channel itself has other people that are on there helpful. Mm-hmm. We have a few the clients on there. It's just a channel where you can really get some good nuggets for your business and move forward. And then if people just want their own channel, which is fine, um, I do help. I consult with creating a program, a unique program. A lot of people do interview programs because that's all they know. And there's all different kinds of programs that you can have and you can create a program that's like so unique to you that number one, other people can't really watch it and copy it because they don't have your
0: your X yeah.
1: factor, yeah. Yeah, your X factor. And then I show people how to tie revenue to it that's not just a sponsorship.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's an important part of it. I mean, you kind of rose from this, you know, and and for you to be able to become that voice for and that advocate for those people who aren't at that bottom measurability scale for you know what it's worth for an agency to to be a part of it. And that happens to a lot of people. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are entrepreneurs that are strong. They got a great business model. uh, And then when it comes time for that major capital infusion, they don't have it. You know, maybe they worked in radio for years and they're just broke or, you know, whatever the situation is for them. But uh, something that you're touting yourself is the crowdfunding expert. And that sense of, of that mindset of crowdfunding is a great way for those to make those things actionable. Let's talk a little bit about that.
1: So in 2010, uh, I had been seeing crowdfunding and looking at it, but a friend of mine decided to crowdfund his book and I watched the whole process up right. close and it clicked. Oh, this is great for entrepreneurs because now you can raise money without worrying about your credit score without you know you can you, you can don't have money.
0: to worry about immense loans you got to pay back
1: immense loans you got to pay back this is wonderful and so i started trying to learn about crowdfunding there were only two books out on amazon literally wow. there were three books there wasn't anybody really teaching about it and so i got uh 10 friends together and I said, hey, I'm learning about this stuff about crowdfunding. And the call kind of went like this, Darren. Hey, Darren, how you doing?
0: Oh, hey, yeah. Hey, I'm good. How are you?
1: Yeah, my friends do talk to me. They do like <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So I say, hey, Darren, um, I'm working on this thing called crowdfunding. I know you've got your radio show. Do you mind if I crowdfund some money for your show? You know me. I'm not going to rip you off, but I am practicing this, so uh-huh. I don't know if I'm good at it or yet. Yeah, will you, you
0: be my test it? dummy?
1: Yeah, will you be my test dummy? And so, you know, I got 10 people to say yes. Uh huh. Um, six of them went great. Four of them crashed and burned. You can see the smoke still rising from here.
0: <laughs> over and, LA the little clouds yeah
1: <laughs> right right and so i got to really learn what works and what didn't work because mm. there were a lot of people out there teaching and they were literally teaching stuff that like doesn't work in the field and it makes sense but crowdfunding is actually counterintuitive and so some things that make sense don't really work for you to help in that you. model yeah, and so I put my knowledge together. I put it into packets. I called the SBA in Glendale, Los Angeles area, and said, "Hey, who's teaching crowdfunding?" And the lady said, "What's crowdfunding?" Hmm. I said, <clears throat> "I'm teaching crowdfunding. When do you want me to come in?" And yeah. I literally booked classes like that. And so I just started teaching people. Teaching people. My goal was not so much to you know make money and do all this stuff. My goal was let me hip you to this way of funding your business that you guys are totally missing out of. At that time, people were using it for Bitcoin and all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff because the way the all of those coins are, the way the money is raised is using crowdfunding techniques. Yeah. So people just really didn't understand, you know, like what was happening. And so I just was teaching it, teaching it, teaching it. I helped people raise money. You know, I've had people raise millions of dollars. I've helped people, you know, raise $5,000. There's a lady, a young lady on TikTok who has, a leisure wear uh suit. And I literally, because she's great at marketing, I literally just talked to her on the phone and said, this is how you do your crowdfunding project. You can raise $5,000, do this, 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 this. She did it. And she raised the money.
0: Yeah. So, so the proof people, is in the pudding. Well, and I, yeah. I like that that you're basically you're mentoring, you're enabling them. It's it's that whole teach a person to fish thing. Right. So you're, you're enabling them to you're empowering them to be able to use those tools to succeed at what they're doing. And do you find that, that, you know, as a model, like, you know, you mentioned in, okay, well, I'm going to jump on with these test dummies and we're going to run this show, this show, this show, like different formats, different styles, different uh, material of what they're producing. I mean, is it all still kind of universally applicable?
1: Absolutely. Because I've helped uh, someone make, raise money for game show for real estate, not a game show, a game, a game called gold blocks. I helped them with that. I've helped raise money with, people were writing books. It's like, you name it, I've done that project. Music, you know, CDs, Mm -hmm. uh, you name it, I can think of a project that I've done in that area. And so different things work better in different areas, but it is still a great way to go. And as money gets tight, as the points go higher, as banks are giving less and less, I think entrepreneurship really put crowdfunding at the first consideration, but do work with somebody professional to help you with it. Uh, I often see these people posting on Facebook. I prayed about it. I journaled about it. Did you talk to a professional? No. Okay. Uh, Good luck with that. Thoughts and prayers.
0: Good luck. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, So, you know, as you've been able to help people and apply this model and of course you're applying it to your own model as well, you know, again, the proof is in the pudding. Um, what kind of a space are you in now like are you working with a regular stream of clients how are you balancing all of the activities you've got going on
1: yeah it's so interesting because my tv side and the crowdfunding side have a little bit of overlap but not as much as you would think and it's sort of like the people in crowdfunding kind of don't know i have this whole tv thing going on and the same thing with the tv people so it's really kind of uh, split lives lives almost yeah, split live. So I balance both of them. I do take on clients, uh, doing consulting, um, and I do you know work with them. I, I hold their hand. Okay, we're gonna step over here. Okay, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. Create a plan for them and move forward. So I do take on private clients. That is limited because my time is limited. There's yeah, only one. for sure.
0: Yeah, I understand I'm terrible at time management. I overbusy myself way too often. So, yeah. so,
1: and then for the TV side of things, um, I have, you know, scheduled times with people. I just have a lot of people who want to do this. Mm-hmm. My goal is to help people get their voices on the air. Some people want to take their podcast and put it on there. So we talk about that, but I'm always, always, always with the media talking about how to infuse revenue. Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm sure that you, you know, working with a varied, you know, palette of, of clients have been able to take some, some input from them as well. That's helped to kind of evolve your process. You know, you see mm-hmm. something that might work better for this versus that. And so that lets you things put things into flux. Absolutely. Um, the Are You an Entrepreneur program uh, developed this really kind of right before the body slam of COVID hit, right? So like yeah. right at the beginning of yeah. 2020. Um, so I'd love I to guess- talk about this, yeah.
1: Yeah, I got called by a woman here um, a, two, a couple of towns over. She runs a program for women who are coming out of prison. She has homes. She, she okay. does all of it. And they asked me to come in and create this program. And so I called it, Are You an Entrepreneur? Because the truth is many women who are in jail, in prison, they're in jail for something that involves entrepreneurial skills, Okay. Entreprene- skills and so um you know if you have someone who is a pimp i mean this is this is a horrible way to say a skill
0: set used in the improper way yeah
1: yeah i get it if you wanted to hire if i was hiring salespeople, you know who i would hire Mm -hmm. i would hire anybody who's been on the poll anybody who's gotten arrested for what they were doing on the poll because those girls know how to sell yeah. Those girls know how to sell. They have skills. And so a lot of what women are in jail for are things that involve an entrepreneurial skill. So it, they're in there being trained to get yourself together, you know, right. get off your addiction and get a job. But I want to address this third entrepreneur. If she is an entrepreneur, if you are an entrepreneur, it's very hard for you to hold a job. And they used to call entrepreneurs near do wells. This is back yeah. in 1880. Oh, your uncle so-and-so, he's a near do well because mm-hmm. he can never keep a job. Uncle so-and-so was probably an entrepreneur trying to make the business part work out. Yep. But because most of our middle class families are just about, hey, make sure you get that good job, we can't really imagine an entrepreneur life uh-huh. where it's successful. Um, we think it's some sort of magic to go from opening your business to being, you know, a, a giant conglomerate. Yeah. And um so I came in, I created this program. It was very, very interesting. Um, these women have great ideas. There was a woman who um she came in every class, beautiful eyeshadow. I mean, beautiful, just like gorgeous. Right. Ready
0: to do yeah. the YouTube tutorial right there,
1: kinda. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Not too overdone, but still colorful, matched her personality. She was amazing. And I was explaining to her, hey, you can start off selling lashes. You can start off with this. You can start off with that. And I literally, I also had a program with homeless kids. We can talk about that. Where I had one homeless young man. He was couch surfing. a teenager that was couch mm-hmm. surfing, And he came to me and he said he wanted to start a makeup company. I helped him get his first lipsticks. Amazing colors. Amazing job. This kid is, you know. It's still for sale on Instagram. I mean, he's doing his thing. He's awesome. twenty-two now, but he's still, wow. you know, doing well. So I could see their entrepreneur in them. And they did need more mentoring because of what they've been through. Oh, sure. They kind of are were having trouble seeing that. But they had great ideas and um, you know, they you know, they were just really thriving. So that program was really fun for me. It was nice. Um You know, they needed some better computers, but that's okay. That comes Um, along with
0: it eventually, yeah. Yeah,
1: that comes along eventually. But um, this, I enjoy, I have to say I enjoyed the program because the women were brilliant. They had been in jail. They had been, you know, they'd done some things, but it didn't take away the fact that they were really very smart and with the proper backing and mentoring could be great entrepreneurs.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a little dark to think that, you know, well, that guy's a really great drug dealer. He'd be a much better, you know, selling this or selling that, but that's, that's a realistic approach. And if the opportunities and the environment have funneled or coerced or tracked them into that lifestyle, they didn't have that opportunity. So it's awesome that you're, you know, giving them this and showing them that, you know what, you can fall in love with what you do. You can excel with that. And here's some steps to help you do that as an entrepreneur. So, especially with those younger guys, I mean, You know, we talk about that starting up right before COVID, but the COVID season for us, those couple of years of really being locked down really boosted that online entrepreneurial spirit. Now we had a lot of goombas that had no idea what they were doing, but that was the beauty for someone like you is you could find somebody who's either reached out to you or you just see that and you say, man, there's a lot of potential here. Let me help you. Um,
1: Now for those who,
0: (laughs) yeah. and, And for those of us who, you know, find ourselves in that same boat, you know, maybe we're tuning in on Facebook Live and they're like, Yeah, you know, I've I've got a TikTok account and and my uncle makes leather keychains or you know, who knows what it might be. Mm-hmm. Um but if somebody wants to reach out to you to get those tips, they want to find uh some more information, you know, maybe even become a resource for you, what's the best way for them to reach you?
1: Absolutely. Go to um Right Place, like my name, W-R-I-G-H-T, com. Mm-hmm. There's a contact form. They can just email me. They can just reach out. Let me know what they want, what they need. We'll get back to them either making an appointment or setting up a phone call or something where I can help, you know, figure out what the next step is and yeah. help them really go to that. So just com. Go to the contact section. I get that. It doesn't go to an assistant. I get that. And, um, you know, we can get down to business. I love solving problems.
0: That's all. Uh, yeah, me too. I, I love, it, it is fun. And I'm sure you've experienced this. It's rewarding to see somebody who is focused, is excited and just doesn't have that tool. And you're able to empower them. Just crank it to 11 for them a little bit. It was something that to you may be Monday, maybe an everyday, oh man, I've said this a thousand times to people, man, this one, listen, took it seriously. And look at sh look at them sore, you know? That's uh, a great feeling, and especially when you can do it to empower people that haven't had that opportunity or haven't had haven't been exposed to that kind of of a of an influence so that's an amazing thing so yeah, and I linked up the website in the comments section on the Facebook live so if you're watching this now or after the fact, you can click away on there and reach out uh mm-hmm. and of course, we can find you on Facebook we can find you on linkedin and and read plenty more there um What's next in your in your whirlwind adventures for 2023? What's in your scope this year?
1: Well, I am uh, looking to help people with channels. I have a goal to put out uh, a certain number of channels. So anybody who's thinking about having their own channel but don't quite know how it's supposed to make money and what they're supposed to do with it, I'm here to help with that mm-hmm. whole thing. And so I'm looking to reach my goal of uh, the goal is 100 channels. Oh, cool! I'm over a third of a way there. We already have 40 channels up, so I'm ready to uh, get those other 60 channels and help people. That's that's my big mm-hmm. why because people have voices, yeah. and I want to help them get their voices out there. Further, steadier, have control, and again, like I said, revenue. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that um i think that's my my big thing um i've gotten invited back to a few events so i'm very happy want to say hi to maui uh business brains thanks for inviting me back i'll nice. be seeing you all in a couple of weeks and that'll so, be a
0: hard trip i'm sure i'm assuming that's not like maui idaho
1: yeah you know <laughs> it's 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 uh what they call it suffering for the lord it's suffering for that's the it
0: right so. you're, you're doing the good work god bless you god bless you <laughs> that's awesome it you know, and I know you're going to have some great success this year. And I love that you're bringing this twofold approach of not only helping them just reach a bigger audience and, and perpetuate what they're doing on a bigger scale, but also monetizing it. Because at the end of the day, as much as we love hanging out here on Humans in Tune, you know, I'm on work hours. to get paid for it that way. But if you're doing your streaming, being able to monetize that, whether it's, you know, you're getting stars and roses and rockets and God knows what else on TikTok, or, mm-hmm. you know, you're bringing in ad revenue through streaming services like YouTube and and Roku and those kind of things. Um, and the fact that you're doing this through Amazon, Roku, and those bigger, uh, more corporate-less social media platforms, that makes a big difference, too, I think.
1: So, yeah, yeah.
0: it's awesome stuff. Dr. So, yeah. Leticia Wright, thank you so much for being my guest. I didn't mean to <laughs> thank interrupt. you well, having me. Yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. I, uh, maybe we'll catch up again later this year and see how, see how your roster is coming along with getting those channels set up.
1: I would love to do that. I'd love to come see you again. Thank that's you awesome. so, so much.
0: Humans in Tune, right here on 93.9 Mike FM. We appreciate you hanging out with me today. Again, my guest, Dr. Leticia Wright. She is a wonderful person. You can find her online at therightplacetv.com. We've got the link in the comments. If you're listening on the podcast, of course, you can find that info at 939mikefm.com. We'll be back again next Tuesday with another Humans in Tune section. You can find the details on that coming up on our social media. And always share, 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 because sharing is caring. Thanks for tuning in. For another Humans in Tune, we'll be back with you again next week. Thanks for catching this Humans in Tune conversation with 93.9 Mike FM. Find previous interviews on our Facebook page, or you can listen via our podcast at 93.9 Mike